0: So, I think one of the funniest things that happens when you are a part of a global team are all of those things you learn about other cultures and the assumptions that you make that you realize were total bullshit, right? <laughs> like, you realize you were totally wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really, do all Belgians love waffles? <laughs> I mean, you know, things like that. Is, right. that, is that all they yeah. eat? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's things like that, right? Oh, there's just all French fries in France. Like, oui, you oui. Know, right? We <laughs> we oui, oui, like that, right? Oh, gosh. Well, one of the funniest stories was a coworker of mine who made an assumption about Americans, right? And so... <laughs> she they were telling me about how they went to a business dinner real fancy business dinner and you know large team there and the executive like the head guy who is american came into the dinner and you know he's the the highest of the hierarchy there right and uh he sits down with a very international team people from everywhere right <laughs> and this person in particular uh from Europe and so he sits down and grabs a glass of water from the table puts it under the table and starts washing his hands at a professional business meal <laughs> uh, air quotes on washing because there was no soap okay there was just right, like right, right. it was it was a bird bath he was bird bathing <laughs> <Poor> uh, bathing <laughs> yeah 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 under under a business Meal table. And so, what's funny though is that this person was sharing that story with me, kind of like, so that's what you all do, right?
1: It's a cultural like it's a culture, tradition. It's
0: a, a norm. It's a cultural norm in America that we norm. don't use soap and we just Abnorm. bathe under a professional business dinner table, right? We just bird bath it up. You know what I mean? Yes. And so just the thought of that, like everybody watching this at the table uh, and him doing that, doing that bird bath there oh with this mixed crowd, and they all walked away, like, yeah. probably like, uh, Americans wash their hands yep. like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but then, I
2: like, you think of the really nice restaurants where they bring you, like, the, the warm towels yeah, yeah, yeah. to wipe up, so then I'm like, my head goes there, and I'm like, okay, well, I can... There's similarities there. No, he
1: was like pouring the water out on the floor. <laughs> well, that's what I say where did it where did the water There's go? The and then like, did he leave the glass. I I would have obviously kicked the glass over on accident and it would have shattered and then it would have been like bl- a bloodbath because <laughs> there would have been blood on the blood on the floor for my my habits. But like you just leave it down there and then what do you ask the wait staff like oh I I need another glass or you said, sip god forbid <laughs> sip from it. <laughs> Yes. Don't sit from your neighbor's communal. glass. You never know what they've been touching.
0: <laughs> Especially not this guy. He's dipping his fingers in it under the table. Ooh.
1: Those <laughs> habits, like it's this strange, weird man. Like I remember seeing like sea level leaders that would like walk into like a put- like a work bathroom with like a book, and you'd be like, oh, like it's just some of those I do think habits that like sometimes those the top leaders have that. Because no one else is going to talk about it. Well, to them, not to them. Exactly, yes. yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> not exactly. to them at least. <laughs> but so maybe strange. best to be cognizant, right? Like with well, your global team. Like think about like that. Just it makes right. me laugh thinking about their takeaway That's that hilarious. Americans uh, bird bath it mm-hmm. under you know, the table. table.
1: It is a good, like it is a like with global teams and you you have to be sensitive to those things, but I do think it's a good thing to say, like, what are things that people think about you or your, your Mm -hmm. culture that you, that you'd like to correct. And again, you have to be super, like have a lot of trust and have some guardrails to not have some offensive. It could be a a offensive stereotype, but some of this stuff or what are things you think people should know about your culture or some of the, the holidays, times off, things like that, like getting global awareness, with the Mm -hmm. global team can be helpful Mm -hmm. because especially those people, if you're an American company, those people that are global, Sometimes the further you are from headquarters, you can feel like, you know, really far away. Yeah. Um, and you probably want to be far away if someone's washing their hands at the table. <laughs> Exactly.
0: Exactly. But I love doing that. I love asking, especially the Brits about their tea and the French about their wines. Oh and God. I just do that. Anytime yeah. I'm on the travel or I have a global colleague to Ashley's recommendation, right. I'm like, tell me everything. You well,
1: know what I, I, mean? I remember, you know, when we were in Australia, because I, I lived there. Exactly. So, you know, ask. We we'll move all the topics aside. I'll just hijack the meeting. <laughs> um, but one of my friends was coming from Australia, was going to a work conference, a global work conference in the U.S. at Niagara Falls. And she came back and, you know, how was she's like, we went to a diner. She's like, I got some pancakes. Like you go to Australia, you get a pancake. It's like a, a pancake. Like it's a, it's a singular a portion. It's I mean, or close to it. Like you're, she's like, God bless. There were 10 things stacked. I could have eaten. I could have eaten oh, all day. The yeah. portion sizes, mm-hmm. you don't realize it, I yeah. think, until you do have some of these things abroad or conversely. The people come and you realize like the shift in perspective and mm-hmm. you're like, well, no wonder I love stretch pants. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. That's always the number one is the portion sizes. It is. You know? It, really, it is. really is. You know, I went to Niagara Falls and I thought it was small. That was my key. But <laughs> you said that's Niagara Falls, said. <laughs> and that's what she said. That's what she said. Oh, gosh. Well, to that point, <laughs> time to kick off this meeting. Thanks for joining us for a little bit of water cooler talk there. Well, let me run through the agenda for today's meeting. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this stuff. We are going to kick it off with some cringe corporate speak. And Jamie is going to dive into that one for us today. And then we're going to shift over to our hot topic of the day, which is all about NDAs. Right. Those are very popular on the interwebs right now. People thinking they understand them and the whatnot. But we have a subject matter expert here with us and Ashley. So we're going to have a little NDA discussion. And then, of course, as always, we are going to transition into some questions and comments before we have that hard stop, because we have much better things to do than meet all day, right? I doubt. Not really. I know. That Not is true. Not really. All right. This is my favorite meeting day <laughs> yeah, of the That is true. Week. That is true. That is true. All right. So cringe corporate speak, Jamie. Yeah. What
2: so we have drink the Kool-Aid today. And... First of all, the origin behind it is pretty messed up. But before I go into that, I want to admit that I've actually used this in front of a large group where I don't quite remember what the reason was for the meeting. But we were in a large grand ballroom, once again, hospitality. And um, the general manager asked a question. No one wanted to stand up. And, of course, me being literally not having an embarrassing bone in my body, I decided to take the mic and stand up and respond to her question. And part of that was basically like, I drank the Kool-Aid. But now reading the origins of it, oh man, I'm cringing so hard. That's okay. That was a really long time ago. But the origins of it actually have to do with the cult, the People's Temple Movement, the 900 members that drank Kool-Aid and died. (laughs)
0: Well, it wasn't cool of it that we're drinking. It was lace. It was, was lace. Yeah, because I, mean, cool. yeah, yeah, well, I don't yeah, want a long suit here. Well, I don't yeah. want a long. But
1: lock. you know what? Actually, interestingly, <laughs> I my got a face. face. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. "No, it was lace." Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it wasn't cyanide. It was, like cyanide it, or it was something. exactly. It was lace with cyanide. But you know what? Interestingly, it wasn't actually Kool-Aid as the brand, it was Flavor-Aid, oh. um, but oh. everyone calls it Kool-Aid, so I'm sure, you know, the Kool-Aid man's probably not happy with that false association. Mm, yeah, because <laughs> I was in Ghana, so... Mm. Uh, Guyana, I think. Oh. But oh. Same. Yeah. yeah Jonestown, Guyana. Jonestown oh Massacre, gosh. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so I, Jones.
2: Will, I will never... Well, except probably in this meeting. But use it
1: it in a full sentence. Like, so what are people, and what would you say differently? Well,
2: so how I used it in that meeting was talking about how um, basically I'm fully invested in the company and I, quote unquote, drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to die for y'all. But you could have said fully, I'm fully invested. I mean, Oh, yeah. I could have. And I should have. That's why it's very cringy now to look back and be like, I can't believe I fucking said that.
1: I wonder if there's anyone from that grand ballroom attendance that's listening to the podcast. I was like, yeah, I was like, I have a few friends that I still talk to that were in there. So
0: I think that one's really common. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always heard that one. Yeah, you know? and but it, you know the origin story, I had no no idea. But a lot yeah. of the corporate speak comes from really dark places. Yeah. Right? yeah just We, does, we have right? learned. Yeah, we have since learned. <laughs> Over the learned. course
1: of the last few episodes. Like,
0: how jacked up are we? Yeah. You know? Right.
1: Like, it is kind of, yeah, it, it is kind of twisted because you're like, how does this, this end? But, yeah, like, um, how do we
2: insert it in our daily corporate lives? Like, how was... Is...
0: Dark yeah. phrases for dark
2: places. joke about 900 people <laughs> drinking laced Kool-Aid. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that
0: weird? Uh, yeah, we've got but, a lot of those, though, culturally. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. We would have yeah. to get into it, but like there is a lot, yeah. yeah
2: like even like the middle finger uh, uh, or like waving or a high
0: five. Okay, you, well we didn't even get into gestures, okay? Like you took that a different place. I don't know Ch- the origin Ch- of those. Yeah. So. Okay. we'll have to. This is for future, yeah. a future, yeah, a future, episode episode future, meeting. Jamie, you, you have a
1: hard stop, so let's yeah. you know, yeah, let's, let's keep
0: my <laughs> Ooh, so moving on to the hot topic <laughs> on that Death Note there, <laughs> uh, legal stuff.
1: <laughs> piping hot, piping hot, piping hot
0: topic. Everything NDAs. Now, if you have been on the interwebs, if you are on the TikTok or on the Instagram, uh, you have seen all of those reels and videos about, you know, especially the interview ones. I think I did one too, where people are like, I can't answer that question. I signed an NDA, right? I mean, there's so many different versions of that, right? And it is funny, it is cheeky and whatnot. So NDAs themselves have become such A hot topic this year, you know, or within the last rolling Mm -hmm. twelve, you know, I just keep seeing things about NDAs I'd never heard of them before, like in the social space, of course, at work, right? So NDAs, what the hell are they, Ashley?
1: Well, let me ask you this because I always like to know like where people's knowledge is. So, so Jamie, I'm going to ask you, like, what would you say is the difference between like an NDA, a non compete, and a non solicit?
2: Like, okay, so. God, I hope I don't sound like a fucking idiot. Non-disclosure um, <laughs> don't don't agreement though. is um, what an NDA stands for. Yeah. So a lot of times celebrities use them because they don't want to even know that um, you have possibly had sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, thinking, I'm right. thinking of like Justin Bieber, like <laughs> that one like, time okay. that girl came out and said, I signed a oh. night NDA when I had a one night stand with Justin Bieber. At what, and like, at what point girl, in the you night, just, you you just,
1: just, yeah? <laughs> oh. well, after, of maybe. course,
2: when they're leaving, or maybe
0: you start the night. I would start the night, yeah. Well, you, just, yeah, yes. I would think, I would. yeah, because you're like, going some
2: out with me how I, s- I am. S- yeah, just was it Drake that like takes phones up? I'm sorry, Drake, but. I think like some of these like take phones up and stuff. So that's
1: a good, but that's a good. So you don't want in non solicitation
2: is not soliciting like other em- employers People. and um yeah, yeah. and and whatnot. And then what was the other one? Non non compete would be like working for a direct competitor.
1: And so I like to, I like to like, you know, literally just ask because I think it's important for people to understand also like what they're signing because I've seen in in my career, especially as a as lawyer, Ash, some of these documents and the title of the document does not mesh with the contents of the document. <laughs> really? Like the, oh, totally. Like the title will be like yeah, confidentiality agreement. Like we want to keep it confidential. And then you read in paragraph like 13H is like, uh, you also, yeah, will not work for a competitor for yeah. X period of time. Oh, and I'm like, oh, that's God. a different like, document. Right? Because like, you know, we, like, everybody doesn't read their documents or doesn't understand mm-hmm. it. And so it's it's absolutely really important. And so those things, and especially globally, you know, different things. In the U.S., it's gotten more attention because in the U.S., uh, the Federal Trade Commission, uh, which is— federal agency, had proposed a rule to ban, basically ban non-competes across the U.S. Nothing has happened with it. April of this year is the first something might happen with it. It'll get litigated. My personal, you know, non-advice opinion is I don't think that will happen, but different states have done those things, and that's more for non-competes. And so all of this, the the NDA, the non-compete non-solicitation, is all about protecting an organization's interests or its celebrities' interests um, (laughs) and to keep things... Under wraps. What I, the problem I have, especially as I move from legal Ashley to HR Ashley, and you think about um, the workplace dynamics, people's ability to earn a living, is these organizations are saying, "Well, we're you know we're investing in our employees all this information, and so they can't go out and share it with somebody else," and. From the, like the non-compete, why that's been under attack is because, really, a lot of these organizations we've talked about, the problem is they're not actually investing in employees. They're just <laughs> trying yeah. to prevent you from working elsewhere. They'll get harder for you to leave. And so you have places like California— where, where non-competes have been banned for mm-hmm. years. Um, and non-solicits, and there's two types of non-competes. Actually, it's important for people to know what these oh, things mean. Well, yeah, what mean. the difference is. So there's like non-solicit can mean like customers. Like I can't, like I might be able to work for a sales organization if I don't have a non-compete or my non-compete's expired, but I can't go and like call on those customers. Or I can't tell tell uh, Jamie, hey, here's all the information. You go call on it, and we'll split the commission. Like you generally can't do that. And that's non solicitation of customers or non solicitation of employees. You can't bring people, and it's kind of a sliding scale. And I, I won't get into that here. But like California has basically had it, where all they've had for employers is non disclosure agreements for years. There's not a non compete. There's really not non solicits generally. And what that means is that employers. You have to actually, you have to compete to make sure that you're providing that work environment that's compensating people, providing them that opportunity. And I think in a fairness workplace, especially in the U.S. where there's not guarantees of severance generally for, with minimal exceptions, like to have that, it, it creates more of an even, even playing field. And so, so we'll talk more about the confidentiality stuff, but from that non-compete, non-solicit aspect, you know, companies will say, we have to have this. But a lot of these companies that are super competitive haven't, haven't had these, um, these type of things. But right now, that's been a, a very hot topic because of the impacts on, on people's work working yeah, lives. They're like, okay, are you going to drink this Kool-Aid and sign
2: this home? <laughs> <on?" laughs> oh, right, 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 or not. They're yeah. either
0: with us or against us here. Yeah. Now, do you see that non-solicits and non-competes are prevalent? Cause I don't, I don't really see that. Even supporting C C suite and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something maybe yeah. for like engineering, or it's something for sales or BD or business development. Right. Or, you know what I mean? It seems like more right. niche. That's how I see it. Uh, but I don't know if it just depends on your organization, or does it depend yeah. on your industry? Or
1: I'd say I think it depends on. I think it depends on organization, I do think from roles, like sales roles Mm -hmm. tend to have it, tend to have it more. Mm -hmm. And it's in that non-solicitation in particular. Mm -hmm. And some of that is like, okay, fair enough, because at least you can have more of that conversation of like, if you have a sales employee and you've actually done all of this training and these things, then can they leave and tomorrow go for a competitor? You can have the conversation about like, what's, what's fair and what's not. And, and, and I, you know, I, I can see a little bit more both sides of that. So sales, you do sit to see it. Engineering, to your point, research and development, But what you will see sometimes is organizations that have them for a ton of people, Mm -hmm. and you will see that. So a non compete in the U.S. generally, I mean, it's really state by state um, where they're allowed. Is you have to be reasonable, and what that it can be like from a time, geography, and role. And so, like, I can't say like you can go and work for a direct competitor. Generally, like if you were a salesperson. Like a company shouldn't stop you from going and becoming a janitor, like to and going and being part of that janitorial staff. like there's there's no colorable argument unless you want to, like, have, you know, information that you pass on, but then that that's covered by by an NDA. Um, but you tend to see it sometimes for organizations that will just require it as a as a matter as a matter of course. And in that circumstance, it candidly it tends to be a red flag for me because those organizations that provide them blindly also, seemingly aren't the ones that are providing that tailored experience for the employees and, and making it. But you see so much misinformation on these things, on mm-hmm. social media, and like, you know, people will come and and ask me for individual advice. Again, like the last thing anybody should be doing is going to a, someone on TikTok to ask for individual advice. <laughs> Please you know? stop doing that. It's, it's, I can't. I mean, you can, I you, you it can't, and we get yeah, it a lot. Yeah, and yeah. we get just, it a lot too, and I run fucking <laughs> meme pages, y'all. <laughs> right. But you, you, you can't, and I get it. And again, meet people where they are. I get it. People want Help uh, and they they, do. they yes. see you as something they're not realizing how many messages you're getting that are as and mm-hmm. I can't, you know, pages of you know, this what would mm-hmm. you do next? Well, I'm not you know, I, I I can't do that for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Well, it's helpful I can say like my bar license prohibits me from doing that.
0: Unless <laughs> so <right>. I can't <laughs> so okay. say can blame. Well, it's my <laughs> pocketbook uh, prohibits me. You had to set up time for but coaching. You see, but, you see, <laughs> but, but but the
1: thing that people have to be like, be careful. Like I see it all the time is people will say, "I'm being asked to sign this NDA or this non-compete yeah. this NDA. Well, just sign, just 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 sign it. It's not enforceable. Well, the, the hard thing that's important for employees employers know is whether it's enforceable or not is decided often by a judge or arbitrator, and it costs a shitload of money to get there. And so what you don't want to do is not understand something that you're signing or something you're not, and your family's not personally comfortable with and want to bet at all that it's not going to be enforceable when they come after you because a lot of companies are pretty aggressive about trying to enforce their non-competes, and it's a very unpleasant experience. Um, and it's one of the very few areas that like litigation happens really quickly. Like you're in front of a judge. Yeah. Like, like, like if you watch like a legal show on TV, they're like, Oh my God, this lawsuit was filed and we have a trial tomorrow. And like, well, that doesn't happen. You file a lawsuit and you're in trial like two decades from now, Mm -hmm. but in a non-compete, it's actually different. And often you can like get in front of it. Like that's, I've been part of this and you're in front of a judge and there's, there's testimony and there's emails are coming in and everything. But but it's just important because there's a lot of misinformation, and so to find those resources. And I get it; it can be expensive to hire a lawyer, and you may have to pay an hourly fee. But, but it's an area to make sure you know. But for also for companies to like think about the, the fairness. Um, but I think the NDA, like m- more common, I think, is the NDA that confidentiality agreement. Do, do you all tend to see those like ac- yes. across organizations? Yes. Right yeah. there. Yes. Yeah, that's
0: like the main one. Yeah,
1: NDAs. It's sunglasses season. Now, personally, I like good sunglasses, but I also don't want to spend too much money in case I misplace them. But I want them to be fun. With pair eyewear, you can get the best of both worlds. You can go to their site and customize a pair. Base frames start at just $60. I went and made a pair that was blue tortoise shell with blue frames, and you can do a virtual try-on to make sure that you like them. They came quickly, and I'm loving them. You can get frames for yourself, your family, even your kids. There are new design drops every month, like this month with their brand new Star Wars collection. And even better, you can use pre-tax FSA and HSA dollars to buy them. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code HRBesties for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that HRBesties sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R, eyewear.com, code h r besties.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And some of us wear our emotions on our sleeve and some of us not so much. But regardless, when we keep all of those stressors bottled up, it can start to affect us and those around us negatively. Therapy. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Now, this is especially important for those besties out there that work in HR or perhaps are a people leader, manager, boss, Because people be people, and don't they? (laughs) They really do. And so you need to make sure you have an outlet to share so that you can thrive. If you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, so it's completely designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash HR besties today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash HR besties. Stay well, besties. And then, like conflict of interest. Yeah.
2: At least I've found it more in, in the healthcare industry is, you know, oh, many yeah. of these, um, our nurses or our doctors or some, like our pharmacists, they usually have more than one job. And it might be PRN, which is per diem. So they're picking up one shift or something a weekend at a hospital or another facility. Um, but a lot of the times it's, um, it's, not, a, it's not a non-competes because- that's, you know, that's a needed profession, right? We're going to let you go work at the hospital down the street for, you know, once or twice a month. So, but it's just being aware of that and, and having that conflict of interest and you stating, I work at, you know, X hospital, PRN or or what
0: have you. Well, so that's I, what I see a lot. I think the, the burning question here that everyone wants to know is, per all of those TikToks and Instagram reels, if someone is in an interview... And they are being asked a question by the company. Hey, tell me about your last job. Can they say, "Oh, sorry, I can't talk about it. I signed an NDA."
1: I mean, it's like you're going to have lawyer hat, Ashley, that says, "Yes, that's exactly what they should say because." But, don't. That's what, but the funny thing is, but you know, the funny don't thing is, that. is if you read these, and again, like, go and look at your confidentiality agreements. Like if you need a good night's sleep or, or whatnot, right. but if you read them, a lot of times these agreements will say things like there'll be a line that says you are not to discuss the existence of this agreement. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> kinda of like Dave Ramsey has. <laughs> mm. Well you're the you're the subject matter expert on that. I am. But if I'm interviewing if if I'm interviewing like or you're interviewing me and you say ask this and I and I can't talk about it <laughs> yeah, and I can't I, tell you like like you 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 like I wanna go back to like well, not junior associate Ashley because I I couldn't pipe up for anything. You just have to kind of fall in line. But you 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 talk about some of this language and that like I you know a lot of employment lawyers you take for granted or HR or anybody. But you read it and you're like, well, how the fuck does that play out? Like you're asking me something I'm not supposed to talk about. I mean, it's fun when you think about people's resumes. The vast majority of information on someone's resume. Well, not maybe vast majority, well, yeah, yeah, but could. a lot is like covered by confidentiality. But also, oh, I know. But <laughs> the flip side to that is when you're interviewing candidates, you want to know quantifiably the data, mm-hmm. and people often want to hire from competitors because you want that skill set. And exactly. so it's like, the, you know, do as I say, not as I do. And so there has to be like, I, I do think it. Like, you know, there there's trade secret laws that can already protect those depending on where you are, but a confidentiality agreement. In my opinion, generally covers most of what an organization or workplace is really interested in keeping. Of not saying like, okay, I can go to a competitor and this, and like, you know, completely destroy something that a lot of people's livelihoods have go to, gone towards building. So, mm-hmm. like, I can I can understand that, but I understand that a lot more than non-compete or non-solicit. But like Lee, okay, how do you how would you answer that?
0: So then you would have to say well, I can't answer that, but I can't tell you why I can't answer that.
1: And then it's weird, right? That puts people like that. Like, how, okay, exactly. if you're the interviewer, are you like,
0: uh,
2: yeah? And it's like, well, if I do answer it, are you going to go back to my previous employer and be like, so and so, you know? They told me about what they did for work, like, and then is? they
0: have your resume, and then of course there's so yeah. much on your resume yeah, already. Like, to your point, then yeah, they're gonna reach so. out
1: to your prior job and be like, "Tell me." That. <laughs> well, it's yeah, that's which is which is another question, but it's but it's how like how you talk about these and these expectations, obligations you put on your employees, and think about how you would how you would address those for candidates that are coming into your organization. And now what you're seeing is you know for like you know a lot of organizations will have an NDA at the start of employment or when you get a promotion you might have a non compete you know there's all of those things but also with like a separation agreement and what organizations will say is if if we're separating um you know we're buying your you know we're buying either certainty of, of not having a litigation or sometimes you know buying silence more in that celebrity mm-hmm. realm of like mm-hmm. i'm paying mm-hmm. you in exchange that's for silence that's how i see mm-hmm. it used but the laws the laws are you're really seeing these these change and these carve outs and so em, em, employment lawyers really have a, you know, a cottage industry in this because you'll see like, oh, in California, you have to include this language that, you know, carves out these types of claims. And so in a number of states, more progressive, like California, New York, and the U.S. Um, and I actually don't know how this is globally, so I'd be curious, but you, you can't have at times a confidentiality agreement for certain claims, um, like sexual, like, like mm-hmm, sexual mm-hmm. harassment, following Me Too, you know, the, this silver lining to a gray cloud of some of the shit that happens is there's legislation about it. And so some of this now, you you can't keep quiet on some mm-hmm. of these claims. And organizations like, well, I'm going to pay money if this person can speak fully about it. Well, prevent it from happening in the first place um, or or address it if in the God forbid, you know, something happens mm-hmm. terribly at work. And so you're seeing a lot of this, that the sole purpose that a lot of organizations use them for that they they can't anymore. But But people often aren't aware of their rights.
0: Isn't that the classic tale?
2: When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Being an HR department of one many times in my career, recruiting always fell into my list of duties. Sourcing quality candidates for hiring managers was my top priority. Even finding that magical unicorn that I told them did not exist. Oops, my bad. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. You know, those magical unicorns. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users Don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing many hats and might not have time or the resources to hire. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours of posting. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. So post your job for free on linkedin.com slash HR besties. That's linkedin.com slash HR besties to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
0: All right, so I think that that's all we have from a hot topic perspective. Again, I realize we have a hard stop. Everyone's got places to be and things to do. So let's move into some questions and comments. Any questions or comments?
2: Oh, just to kind of go about the NDA or or the non-disclosure or confidentiality agreement. Sign the fucking thing. That is all.
0: What do you
1: mean? Are you are you seeing people? Are you going against my thing to read what people understand? or Are you no, seeing people no, not no. no, no. Oh, please read it. Please read she, she it. She
0: doesn't read job descriptions, but she signs any legal documents. <laughs> That's a
2: fact. No, no. Please, please read it. Obviously, don't don't be a dumbass. But. Read it, but sign it. Like, don't be a hard ass. Like, I cannot tell you um, at my last job, we sent NDAs to candidates after they got through to the like the final interview and how many people wanted to, oh, we would like to adjust this and I want to, my lawyer looked at this. I'm like, it is the most basic NDA you could possibly, this is just for your freaking interview. Sign
1: it or no. Wait, hold, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to have my comment. That's why would you send a candidate an, an NDA about an interview? Like to tell them that like, because this is one of my things I don't care I've for. I've got NDAs for interviews, which I do. And I, know I, those know, ex- I know those exist. And I've had the request put healthcare? on me to do this. But at the the reason I know organizations twofold. One is sometimes organizations will say, well, we're going to talk about confidential information in that interview, and we want to protect it. Okay, I can get that. The flip side is we don't want people to know that this position is open because there's somebody role and they're going to get fired once you hi- once you get hired. I don't I don't I don't like that. Is that why? No. So to, to to not give too much
2: information. Away. Okay, but yeah, so she signed an NDA. I signed yeah. an NDA.
0: <laughs> You're not to Essentially,
2: that. our business model was unlike anything else, and so because it was a startup. We protected it um, because this was a different way, and I'm not even going to say it's in healthcare, but I'm not even going to say what the sector of healthcare was because it was was also specialized. So when people got to that level and they really got to understand more about what we do, who we are, who we're taking care of, that is why, because it was a brand new business model and a completely new way of not only taking care of patients, but also billing, which is- a key part of why we had candidates sign NDAs. I can hear you're passionate about
1: this billing, which is which is great. Well, because it has to do with CMS. <laughs> I don't
0: know it sounds like someone's who been drinking the Kool Aid.
1: <laughs> You've been, Fuck. but I think, but I think, like, because my other counterpoint, I often tell with organizations, they'll say, "We need an ironclad NDA." Well. The laws oh, yeah. being yeah. what they are, like you, you do the best. I hate the word "ironclad" mm-hmm. from it because it just. Mm-hmm. It's, but but I say the the also an NDA. An it's not it's not a it, a magic piece of paper. Mm-hmm. If you want to enforce it you may have to go to court. And if, who are you going to be taking to go to court? Are you going to have a candidate that interviews that, or an employee and go to court? That doesn't tend to happen. And so it's more of the psychological, like, shh. Exactly. I would rather sign yeah, exactly. something that just says, please, shh, love CEO. And <laughs> kind of, shushies, sh- shushies, <laughs> shushies. Because, Yeah. Like, yeah awesome <laughs> uh, you know, honestly. And so that's how we say to people, like, you know, what are you going to fucking sue somebody? Like, okay, both, okay, and I'll go, I'll go back to being a lawyer if that's that's what we're doing. Actually, I won't. I would do that. Yeah. I know. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Goodness. So Ashley. Well, that's it. I'll take that as my comment. I won't. I've I've said enough. I've said enough today. I've you
0: are enough. the expert, ma'am. So for the organizations that you do not have NDAs at, um, <laughs> I guess that's how you would say that. Uh, what is the weirdest gift that you've ever received from a coworker? A bit of a curveball there. Have you ever received just something really weird? Or out of left field from a coworker.
2: Um, <laughs> I have actually. Have you? It was when I worked in hospitality. It was a frilly pink apron. They handmade it. That's so nice. It, that is nice. It actually really when I when I learned out first of all it was just on my desk. It wasn't wrapped. I had no idea who gave it to oh. me. One what? of the sweet housekeeping ladies. She was thanking me for helping her with her paycheck, and she made me. It was literally. It's like a cute. It was a cute little like. It was only this yeah. big. So you it was
0: thought like, it was a sex thing. Well, yeah, absolutely. I like walked I in my that.
2: office and it was like a frilly pink lace apron. Yeah, I was like, ooh. ooh but she made it and it. It Honestly, it like made me cry when she came and told That's me. That's oh, so yeah, kind. That um, is, yeah. But but walking in on that, being like, "Who the fuck is Amber and Lacy?" I was like, "I'm oh, yeah. This is yeah. not okay. Yeah,
1: Investigation I took it as time. As
0: something risque."
2: <laughs> yeah, but no, it wasn't.
1: I I gave a gift once when it was Boss's Day, which is a fucked up holiday. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know about this. And our office manager, I was general counsel and head of HR, office manager, blah, 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 boss's day. This is what I gave to our CEO. Well, fuck, I didn't know we were doing this. Okay, well, then I'm like, what can I buy online? And so I bought a, like, uh, and I have something I was stressed about the amount. Like, I bought like a $25, $50, probably $50, um, Starbucks card, gift card, and, 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 you know, thanks, boss, whatever card, and gave it. And then a few weeks later, I was like, oh, well, I never heard about that. And and then I I, I said something to the manager. I was like, you know, like I like again, like it's so weird. I'm like, I don't even have to use it. And she's like, oh, oh, he probably didn't even use it. He doesn't like Starbucks. He drinks Dunkin'. And I was like, oh. well, fuck that. So I figured out how I could send it back to myself. And so now this was probably this was years ago. I have on my phone my Starbucks, my Starbucks self-card says thanks, boss. And it is for myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I took it back and so um <laughs> what if he regifted it? Damn. Well then they'd be disappointed oh, and they'd be <laughs> shit on it. Cuz you like that 50 bucks maybe is in to my the job. chairman to the chairman or Did
2: so did you re and do a dunk in that or no? You no, just no. Said fuck it. I know, Yeah. No, fuck I no. See, me, I would I would be like, well, here's your Dunkin' Card. I no. heard you had like Starbucks. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> no, I
1: just took it back oh, so myself. god, that was a weird gift I received from myself. <laughs> oh, that's a
0: good one. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, I've received um, a, a few different things, some not all appropriate. Um, and I've had a lot of employees receive Inappropriate gifts from folks. Like oh, I've, yeah. of course I've had you know the the intern receive the sex toy dildo from the manager oh, and things like God. that. Oh yeah, yeah, uh huh. But I think one of the weirdest things that I've received—it's just the one that just came top of mind—was a whip can.
2: Huh? Like a can of whip ass?
0: No, Whoa. not a whip ass can. Not a whi- whip it. Like oh. whip it? Whip it. So the one with whip the CO2 good. or whatever yeah. the nitro yeah, yeah, yeah. chargers or whatever yeah, people the use, whip, I think people I
1: suck huff on those, right? Yeah, to get it. Oh, high. is that what I was supposed to do with them? <laughs> what did you I do? did it. No, you clean like, whipped cream, right?
0: No, so like literally oh. the industrial, like oh. the shits at Starbucks. The shits from Starbucks. I know God, what you're I'm talking so, about, yeah. so street. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, yes. the whip can, yeah. whipped cream yeah. cans. yeah, okay. I had somebody, I guess I won't name their title, but you know. Uh, person in the organization (laughs) buy me a whip can and uh, with the the cartridges and whatnot. And uh, because they said I they noticed that I liked whipped cream. And then I connected the dots because I was kind of in a Frappuccino phase. And I would just go to Starbucks and just get no shit. This is kind of gross, I guess, now that I think about this. Uh, (laughs) But I would just get a, a venti whip. And I would just eat like
1: a like a that's a they call that a puppuccino because that's no, what you can get for a, your
0: dog. But a puppuccino yeah. is just the little cup, a mini oh, cup. You got the, you, you got have the, to request a tall. You got the, the great Danish. I would get I get I the get horse the, I get the horse uh, side, the industrial uh, size the uh, horse uh, puppuccino. It <laughs> kinda sounds good. I'm not gonna no, joke. That's fucking delicious, My okay? God. But like, you know Have you tried
2: Cardi B's new like her vodka whipped no. cream? No, but I've had vodka
0: whipped cream, whipped cream flavored vodka. Oh yeah I've done all the vodka.
2: Cardi I B. love vodka. You're Car- welcome. Shout out Cardi B. Me,
0: love you. Company. Can
2: you please put out another <sighs> album? Fuck. Um, anyway, she has a actual whipped cream that is vodka infused. I well, believe that it's sounds, vodka. Yeah,
1: that sounds kind no, of Let's yeah, nice. can, can we go out and get yes, that? Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, get we'll some of that. that. Later. But, but, Body but, shots. I'm going to get I, a Leachino. That's what I'm going
0: to call it. A Leochino. Oh, yeah. I do need my own drink, don't I? My God. Well, basically, it's just a thing of whipped cream.
1: Give him kudos.
0: No, for noticing something. Don't give that creeper kudos because what I really was I was sucking the fuck out of that straw in the office. <laughs> and he was noticing it. Yeah, he he noticing was noticing it. it. Okay, you fair know, enough. I'm fair just enough. in my 20s, yeah. cute as hell. Okay, let's be honest. I noticed you like whipped cream. Uh, and the, yeah, <laughs> I noticed you like whipped cream. So shake it and whip this, basically. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, but I love that. I still have it because I love whipped cream. I was going to say, do you like it? I still it? do. I, no, it's been a while because I ran out of them cartridges. I was supposed to huff. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Uh, But uh, so I've just been moving with it for 12 years or whatever, you know. (laughs) She, she, like, genuinely made whipped cream. Yeah, but I did. I used to, like, literally make, like, genuine restaurant-like whip. I thought that was so cool, you know. So once I got over that and stopped that habit in the office, I was, like, doing it in my car. (laughs) Like, you know, like eating my whipped cream and in the car, like, all you know, all quick with the because I, apparently I was really going at it on that straw. I mean, you know, like TMI. I didn't mean to go there, but I, something was happening. But I was just lost in the whipped cream because, boy, do I love whipped cream. I just do, you know, and I don't use it like that. Like y'all are thinking. I just like I to eat it. That. I just love yeah. heavy whipping cream. It's so good. You know, I put that in my coffee but anyway. All right. Well, that is all that we have today. That is quite a full staff meeting there. We got a lot accomplished, I feel like. But whip it, whip it good. Uh, Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us.